Episode 138, very fast, very dangerous. <laughs> I'm dancing. He's dancing, Brock. I'm sitting still, James. This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, right? Yeah, do it. You should do I'm both of those. No, we're not going to do it. We don't. I don't even know <laughs> don't when this goes so. up. <laughs> Nobody likes us except for Andrew Fantasia. And he's the one that we're trying not to get to like us. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, Andrew, stop it. <laughs> but we have to tell everybody to give us like a subscribe. Also, guys, Mondays, 7 p.m. is our live stream. We didn't do it this week because here in Canada, it is uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. It is our Thanksgiving. So we all ate a lot of food. We were very gluttonous. Uh, but this coming Monday, uh, we'll, be, we'll be live. The time, though, might not be 7 p.m. Do you know why, Brock? Oh, because uh, of uh, that thing. That, yeah. uh, uh trailer. There's a possibility. Of, it hasn't been announced yet. It hasn't been announced. It's all just a rumor. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Black Series Rebels were the first ones to announce it, and people have kind of jumped on that uh, bandwagon there. Uh, so it seems like it wasn't obviously this last Monday, which everybody on Twitter was waiting for. So if, if the trailer does come out this Monday, uh, we will, we're going to watch it. I think, Brock, you're hopefully going to be available. You're going to you're gonna just, I am. You're actually quitting your job for Monday just for that. I got it, my schedule today and I can do it. Sweet. So we're going to – well, either even if it's not, you're going to be on the show. So we're going to – we'll go live, but we're going to go live straight through the trailers. We can all watch it collectively. Yeah. Uh, uh, live chat with us. Talk the trailer with us. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have a great time talking about that. So it'll, be, it'll either be 7 or 7.30 on Monday because the trailer will probably be around 9 th- – oh, it might be like 9.30. 8.30, 9.30? It'll be late. Late 30 is what it'll be at. But we'll be on. We'll figure that out. We'll let you know. We'll Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We'll let you know what time that's all going to happen. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, so anyway, we do live streams all the time. Yeah. Uh, and we talk Star Wars. Cool. Okay. All right, Brock, I got to show you stuff because I'm pretty excited. So last week was, was Force Friday. We did that Force Friday show. And I was like, yeah, I got, I got the second sister who's... Being, it was glaring behind me. You can't really see. Um, and I got what else did I get? Oh, I got uh, my Jana, my Jana bobblehead, right here. I like my Jana. Uh, but today, today was some cool stuff happening. So first, I gotta, I'm gonna say this right here. So if you go on here, so Phil Showstack, if you know who he is, he's a Lucasfilm creative art manager, tweeted out a Funko Pop that he purchased, and. He does not collect Funko Pops. He's not a huge fan of the Funko Pops. But he said, I had to get this character. This is your new favorite Star Wars character. And he said, most of the art department in Lucasfilm, this, they love this character to pieces. And I am a sucker for advertising. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I will buy that under his recommendation. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. So I, I picked it up because apparently some good time. This might be Nick Nolte too. The rumor, right? Speculated yeah. Nick Nolte. So very excited to see cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah. However you say it. Should I open it like I did last week? Yeah. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to open it from the bottom. <laughs> You've taught me well. Wait, hold on. He's got a backdrop. It is. Oh, it's Mandalorian plate. Let's get out of here. It's just packaging, James. <laughs> it's not just packaging. I wish it was a backdrop. That'd be genius. I wish he was on top of that do-back thing. That'd be... Right. All right, get out of here. His head <laughs> bobbles a lot more than uh, the Janna's. His, the lighting's really harsh here. Hold on. No, I see it. I know what it looks like. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. So it's cool. Bobblehead. He's got a backpack on. My guess is he has Luke's compass in that backpack. <laughs> but his hand is out like this. I don't know what he's like. He's serving up. So really excited for uh, Kuo. He's got Anakin's goggles. Once again, I'm going to compare the Anakin to the Kuo bobble. Let's see. Anakin's still got more wiggle. You know what he looks like? He looks like the uncle from Fraggle Rock. Oh, my God, he does. Now the exploring Dan or exploring Uncle Yes. Oh, somebody, oh, God, I, I saw remember. a Fraggle Rock tweet today, and I was like, well played. <laughs> anyway, I'm just hoping that so there's a rumor though that he his profession is actually well, I mean he's an Ugnaught, so I guess his profession is his profession is uh freezing people in carbonite. <laughs> so, you know, that'd be cool. So I got a couple other ones here. Uh I got I had to, you know, Obi- Oh, I want that one so bad. <laughs> I see it everywhere. I just don't want to drop yeah. 30 
dollars. So this is not apparently out in the United States of America yet. This is going to be a Walgreens exclusive. Ugh. Um. Anyway, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I just throw things. <laughs> Take that, Fantasia. And this is one that I saw online. Um, it's not Commander Fox. Don't get too excited. That one, if you go on EB Games, it's on EB Games' website, but you, it's out of stock. It's not that. But I saw this one online, and then I saw it on Friday in the store, and I was like, oh, I don't want to get it. The box is a little bit creased. So I went back today. It was still there with the box crease, so I may have got 10% off because I'm cheap. I'm really excited for this one because the one – so my Black Series story is I wanted the Boba Fett Black Series, but I never got it, and then it became, like, worth, like, a billion dollars. <laughs> oh, and then I um, and then I wanted that Shock Trooper. Remember the Shock Trooper from Battlefront 1? I wanted that one really bad, but that was a Target exclusive, I believe, or a Walmart America exclusive. Wasn't able to get it, so I picked up a Purge Trooper – Right there. That is a Purge Trooper. EB Games had it. I don't know if it's uh, exclusive at EB Games. It doesn't say it is, but it's 4+. plus. The box is a little damaged, so it's not going to be worth anything. So I might have Andrew Fantasia unbox this for me. But it's a, it, this, so, this, so I can give you a brief breakdown of what a Purge Trooper is. Yeah. That's, uh, I think it looks really cool, yeah. right? Yeah. Last Jedi. Or last Jedi. Uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Because they, the they get the coolest stuff ever. Oh, I haven't even seen that. Yeah, so it's handpicked from the Stormtrooper Legions for their aptitude and loyalty. Purge Troopers, this is basically a death trooper. Purge Troopers accompany Inquisitors on especially dangerous missions. These troopers receive additional training to make them a cohesive unit formidable against any Jedi threat. You got that at your local EB? There's the crappy one, the one in the mall too, like the small dinky one, yeah. But the box is creased, so it won't be worth anything, so I'm going to open it, I think. Yeah, but you got that in Peterborough. Yeah. Our American I, got, I got both of them there. This one too. Oh, it's a small town. <laughs> it, this, this one was also at, this was also the small one too. They were both at the small one. Yeah, like I've seen that a lot. I, yeah, I mean. A lot, but. Well, actually, I, so I saw this at the at the bigger one, but yeah, they yeah, and they had like four general grievances as well. If you're interested in that, so I know I I told you that one. It's like this weird like niche of like awesome figures. They just pop up random, but you have to get them right away. I I didn't think that the purge would be there today because usually they go like that, but I don't know. So uh, that's where I am. Where have you been for the last week, Brock? <laughs> I'm broke, living my life. <laughs> Oh, I do have somewhat news. I booked a flight for LA, which will I'm there for two weeks, but the second part being uh, for celebration. So I'm officially going to celebration. Good, because <laughs> you bought tickets. tickets. <laughs> yeah. But I got a good price. You should book your trip now too. I'm I forgot. I'm, I'm too late. I'll do like I did for Chicago, and by the time I decide to book, it'll be $9 million to get there, and I won't be able to go. That's how it rolls. I uh, know I'm looking forward to it uh, very, very much. Star Wars Celebration, Anaheim. I love Anaheim. I love California. I want. I'm going to go down. I said at the Pacific Coast Highway at some point, whether it's before, or after, I don't know. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to enjoy it because that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, if if you have the time, and you rent a car. Yeah, of course. That's really all it is. Uh, so I'm going to click on this one right here. So big news came out uh, today. We're recording this on the Tuesday. This should be up on the Wednesday. But today it was announced. Gas Nandor has a writer, Brock. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's in my news. <laughs> uh, well, it was added to the rundown when you read. The- <laughs> so I'm really excited uh, because it's Tony Gilroy. Yeah. And he, uh, the thing that's cool about it, though, is. It, it it's that thread of he understands the character and the I Star Wars, but the Star Wars the universe in which the Star Wars part of the universe that Cassian Andor exists within. Yeah, that's what I love. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, so is he writing the whole thing? I didn't read fully the whole story. Um, is I. Are they not started shooting it? I guess not then, right? If... No, they haven't started. He's going to write the plot and direct a few episodes. Gotcha. This so is he's... according to Variety. Variety is reporting this. Um, like yeah. almost like a showrunner sort of thing? Like he's going to like map it out? No, I guess it's not really a showrunner. It sounds like, like that's actually 
sort of what he's going to be. See, here's the thing with these TV shows. is John Favreau is the showrunner on The Mandalorian. But yeah. I feel like they're treated more like film sagas than TV series. So I don't know if they're necessarily um, showrunners as they are like producers. And they're like, I'll be a producer on it, you know. So yeah. it, it's it's exciting because you, Cassie Andor almost, I feel like it's he's almost been, the series has always been lost in this shuffle of Mandalorian, Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. and all this stuff. And, and I'm glad that D23 took time to acknowledge it. And now we're, we're having this out. Because I'm I'm looking forward to the show a lot, and I'm hoping that you know they don't they're not like well the, I I just, I can't I I hope we don't get Mandalorian, then we wait like six months, then we get Obi Wan then we wait six months, we get Mandalorian two, then we wait six months, then we get Cassie Andor. I'm hoping it's we get Cassie Andor sooner than later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I yeah, that's I kind of thought in my head that like they were already starting to work on it, but like whatever like. Mandalorian, I think one. I think one series at a time is more than enough for us. Yes. I mean, because uh, then, like, does Mandalorian come out and then season seven of Clone Wars? Like, are they separate or are they coming out at the same time? Uh, how many episodes of Mandalorian are there? Eight or ten or eleven? I guess you have to do the math and figure November twelfth until I think it's February. I'll, I'll Google it. February at some point in February is season seven of Clone Wars. Right. So it's like I figure it's good enough that you get one thing at a time, kind of like digest it. Like, uh yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like I love Rogue One. It was very, very good. So to have the guy that wrote it, that, hooray. <laughs> I mean, it's just for me, it's smart. The one thing that I keep saying. That I, I worry about is that they're just announcing things for the sake of announcing things. Oh yeah. And so that for me, that's a concern of this movie or this series from the start yeah. is okay. They announced it, but we haven't heard anything, and now at least it's becoming more tangible, and there's something going on. I'm just curious. Did they were they just like you know what people like Rogue One, people like Cassie Andor, let's just do it to appease the fans, and now they're making up a story based on that or was there somebody who pitched a story they're like this is an idea for a movie this guy and andrew fantasia brought up a great point for the cast in the andor series is uh last week i made that joke about i want to see him as a six-year-old who's been in this war since he was like yeah. cast andor, he's been in this war since he was six years old and he goes well if you do a flashback that's an opportunity for them to do battle droids again and i was like bring it <laughs> i was all on board on that one yeah, yeah. oh gosh that's uh, that's that's amazing. It's heavy. They say heavy. <laughs> I don't know the release date uh, still for um for twenty for I, I believe it's February twenty twenty is the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like it's there's there's really no rush to get these movies out there, right? Like it's no. Like, uh, Resistance, that comes back at some point. So. It's back now. Is it back now? There you go. <laughs> Is it actually this Saturday? Right now, Patreon can watch it this Saturday. We don't do it on the ep- first episode of Resistance yet, but but my my uh, nine, almost ten-year-old nephew, Evan, and I, we watch the D23 trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, and he gives his honest opinion on Raylo. So if you <laughs> want to see what a nine, ten-year-old thinks of Raylo watch that one that'll be uh saturday morning that's gonna go up for everybody but patreon you can get that right now and watch watch what you say to a nine-year-old when you say do you think kylo ren and ray will fall in love it's a <laughs> it's it's exciting to see and then after that we do we watch so the first episode of resistance the very very first one the premiere episode is 44 minutes long completely forgot it was 44 minutes long and me and him sat there and what it's we just do a commentary on it we watch the whole thing and uh, you see how um, antsy a, a nine, ten-year-old gets when they are watching TV in an uncomfortable chair for an hour. <laughs> Just bought season two, there, James. <laughs> they, call it, they call it volume two. I know. When is like Google Play gonna get their crap together? It's you can see it. Season one, volume two. <laughs> well, I think that's what it's called on itunes as well i think that's just like disney being like this is a volume these are volumes they're not series uh, <laughs> this is a book of wills 
Okay, season two. Uh, no, it's called Resistance Season Two. It's not a volume. Hmm. That was wrong. How much is it though? Forty dollars. Come on. Uh, I paid thirty for the SD. Yeah, was S- it- yeah. S- SD is also th- thirty here, Brock. But I'm not. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, do, I'm sorry. I don't do S. <laughs> I don't do SD. That's like what is this? Hold on. Available in SD twenty nine. That's so much money though. I I just bought these figures. Look at Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I w- I almost didn't get this. I was like, he's basically dressed as a stormtrooper. So how do I not get it? Yeah. Clone Commander Kenobi. Pretty rad. He's got his lightsaber there. Um. Do you think Ray is gonna like? Uh, he's she's got to get her own saber at some point, right? Is she gonna get Obi Wan's blade maybe? Maybe. I don't know. What the hell happened to his lightsaber? Just blew up on the Death Star? That's depressing. Here's the thing. Uh, I read uh, Star Wars Allegiance, the, one of the new miniseries they put out for the road to last, uh, Rise of Skywalker. And it's, uh, I don't know, happening shortly after um, Last Jedi. So you see Rey and Resistance on like garbage planet, and then Finn and Poe are out on some mission. Ray is fighting some kind of creature with a lightsaber, and it's blue. So, okay, uh, <laughs> this wasn't part of it. Like, I don't have a problem with her with Anakin's lightsaber. Why the hell break that thing in half and make us think that it got destroyed and was ended? If you're just gonna bring it back in the next movie, Kylo Ren's mask is shattered into a bazillion pieces, and he's like, "Ah, I'll get uh, Babu Frick to glue it together with crazy glue that yeah, shines yeah. red when I go insane." Like. What? This is like, what's the point of all of that? If you're just gonna like, it's it's that was the one thing in the Marvel movies I didn't like was how there was no fear of anything. Like you know, it's all gonna be fine. But yeah. now you're bringing that into this. It's like, no man, if that lightsaber breaks in half, it's gone. Let it be gone. That story's give her something unique. I think she's gonna get a unique lightsaber. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. but I don't know how she's gonna get it or why she's gonna get it. I just I feel like it's whatever it is. It'll be like. Here's, here's your uncle's lightsaber. He was command, clone commander Obi-Wan Kenobi. Or like, or here's uh, your aunt's lightsaber. Her, you would know her better as General Leia. Or like, you know, here is here is your cousin's lightsaber. You would know him as the street merchant Jar Jar Binks. Like something like that. It's like, okay. Can she just like, okay, so... Phil Schoestack, the, the guy that I just mentioned at the beginning, the Lucasfilm art department, he tweeted out also uh, from the making of Return of the Jedi, and it's, it's uh, who is this? Lucas, uh, the director, and I think Kazan and somebody else. And they're all talking about Luke's lightsaber. Like, well, how does he get a new lightsaber? He lost his lightsaber. How does he get a new one? And Lucas is like, oh, he made another one. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but... And he goes, no, no, we'll just... Sh-. They're like, well, I mean, we could show him building a new one, but that's going to take too much time. So they go through it all. And they're like, but will people be confused that it's not, that it's a different lightsaber? Are they going to think it's the same lightsaber? And then Kazan just goes, we could change the color. <laughs> and like, yeah. and that's it. And they change the color. But it's like, there's, like, the thought was there then, but now it's just like, nah, just give her the same lightsaber because, yeah. like, is there going to be a progression for Rey in terms of getting her own kick ass lightsaber? Because how cool would it be to go to a store that actually has star wars toys and you see not ray's lightsaber but it's actually anakin's lightsaber but it's actually luke's lightsaber but it's like ray's flat out pure purple blade yellow blade orange blade whatever it could be blue green light like the red one if they make it that would be cool but ray's own lightsaber not a ray shared lightsaber ray's own lightsaber yeah yeah no i get what you're saying it makes sense uh, oh, hold on. Let me go back in. I'm pulling up the comic because I have the digital copy on here as well. I I misspoke. She's not fighting with a lightsaber. It's like a staff. It's like her Jakku staff. She's fighting this monster thing. My mistake. I apologize for the wrong. But yeah, I agree. Like it's they need to they need to like just whatever. Like it, just give her a new lightsaber. Yeah, no, it's not here. Who do you think is going to be cooler? Jana, Zori Bliss, or Dominic Monaghan? 
story bliss because I think her story is going to be interesting. But what you showed me of Jenna was, I was like, woo! Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. see if I can pull that up because, look, I said a joke, but I'm I'm kind of like partially hoping this is the way it plays <laughs> out. Uh, was Brock, Brock, Brock. So Jenna, here's what it says. So if you don't want to know anything about Jenna, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I don't know where you got this either. It's it's well, from the new, it's the yeah, it's the it's from uh, the new DK like La uh, oh, okay. Rise of Skywalker book, yeah, yeah, yeah. Photo Dictionary or whatever it's called. Uh, so it's obviously not from. Oh, it's from the Ultimate Star Wars New Edition, forward by Anthony yes. Daniels, includes exclusive prints. So it's definitely not from Empire Magazine, which you cannot find. <laughs> Bull crap, man! I've tweeted. I actually. I, I sent them a direct message and I said, and I just said politely, can you please let me know if your magazine, the rise of Skywalker issue, the November issue will be hitting Canadian newsstands. And if not, just let me know. And if there's a different date, please let me know. The check mark came. They read it. No response. <laughs> I don't know how much an empire magazine is and I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Screw them. Boycott empire. Empire Records opens at midnight. This is Mark. Midnight. Okay, so here's Jana. Save the Empire. Save the Empire. So her home world is Kef Burr. Andrew's going to love that. I don't know what Kef Burr is. Her affiliation is Resistance Allied. So that tells me she's not a part of the Resistance, but she obviously eventually teams up with them. Her appearances are in nine. Well played. Uh, Jana is a fierce and principled freedom fighter she leads a tribe of brave and noble warriors on an ocean moon uh, her skills with an energy bow are second to none and her bravery and athleticism in battle are legendary so it's a i like that it's an energy bow so obviously it's gonna be uh, which is gonna match up with a few things that i'm hoping we see more of that type of things in these movies uh, but what do you think was she raised by ewoks <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like you see her in those pictures with Poe or not Poe Finn on those weird horse things. And, you know, it's like she's her planet's like a grassland. But now they're saying ocean world. So we're saying, oh, OK. So when we're walking over that hill with grass and we see water and then the Death Star or remnants of the Death Star, like this is Casper, I suppose. Uh, it's just I guess so. There's enough like there is land to live on. It's not like uh, Camino where it's just constant like. Ocean and thunderstorms, uh, but yeah, I guess like I guess that works, right? Because it's like doesn't just because it's an ocean world, it doesn't mean it's all ocean. So, uh, I like it. I think it's cool. Like I think that look of it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I mean we've been desiring it to be Endor, right? And your joke was like raised by Ewoks. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but how cool would that be? He would. Oh, J.J. Abrams is the filmmaker that would never do that. I would. Uh, and Ryan That's, Johnson would. Yeah. <laughs> I think though it would be cool if there was some proximity to Endor or something like that. I, I don't know. It's yeah. uh, it looks like an exciting island. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just the visuals of just coming over a rise and then you see a piece of Death Star <laughs> propped out of the waves and stuff like that. It's wild. Uh, but yeah, like I, I love that. Like, did I think there was a bunch of pictures? I think I just sent you that one, but it seemed neat what they were. I love that they dropped those little tidbits in those books. Like, mm -hmm. it's just yeah, perfect. Yeah, I can't wait for the. You got me the Last Jedi visual dictionary, and my sister Kristen got me the art of the Last Jedi. I'm hoping for both of these for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I was saying to this on Andrew, you couldn't make it for this week's thirteen thirteen because you were you're. I, I said you were still recovering from your five k. <laughs> That's what I say. You you did a five k though. You should tell, you should brag about it, Brock. I did I'll a five. Did did you did you beat your time? No. <laughs> You've never had a time. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> did I run the whole thing? No. <laughs> you don't tie. You don't. It doesn't matter. You did it. You accomplished it. Anyway, I was saying you recovered this. So Andrew and I were were on there talking about it, and I said on there, and he agreed. I hope you agree. When I go into the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if it will be, but my my hope is when I leave, it will be my favorite Star Wars film. I should be what it is. It's the end of the end of that saga. So it's just like every time we talk about the end of the saga, I get to the point where it's like they're still gonna make movies. You know? Oh, did you get a poster? 
Okay, you can see you, nobody. You see a different camera from what's on. Correct. Uh, yeah, I got the uh, Rise of Skywalker poster at Walmart. <laughs> it's the one sheet. I haven't opened it yet, but it's uh, it wild in this day and age that of all the things that we've given up and whatever, Walmart still sells posters. <laughs> a lot of them too, and there's like there's like hockey ones. Like there's a John Tavares one where he's like this. <laughs> and I'm just like that's really I don't know I it was just weird to me and then but then like right beside is like Riverdale and then Stranger Things and then like a bikini model with, and then Pikachu and then Paw Patrol I'm like okay well <laughs> DVD stores and music stores that have gone out of business and closed and Walmart is still still with posters well whatever kids teenagers want posters I get it yeah are you not opening it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, but I need a place to put it first, so. Yeah. Which Boom. one? Is it the one with all the heads? <laughs> no, no, no. It's the actual movie poster. It's the Ray and Kylo fighting with Shuvi's eyes. They blew it. The, oh, the yeah, actual. Yeah. yeah. I don't buy Walmart bargain bin posters. <laughs> I buy Walmart bargain bin. Like, it's the same as your, la your Last Jedi one, but it's. Oh, okay. like it's the movie poster. that. There's so many movie posters coming out. I can't. Honestly. This is the movie theater movie poster yeah. but walmart quality gotcha not, not movie theater quality walmart quality there we go i'm excited for this movie i like i'm really really excited for, i'm really excited for the mandalorian casting andor rise of skywalker though it's like i i don't know there, it's it, it it's like it's becoming real now even though <laughs> nothing has happened like i've gone to the store and okay there's like the kylo ren and so where i got where i got this thing yeah they had a ton of it's just they had a ton of Kylo Ren and Rey's in the white box still. Yeah. In the white box. ton of them. Because it's Kylo Ren and Rey. Everybody knows Kylo Ren and Rey. Yeah. But there's... But there's... And so, like, the figures, you know, I get the, the Fallen Order figures and whatever. They look cool. Mm -hmm. But there's something about this movie coming out that I'm just like, yeah, it's the end of the Skywalker saga. I don't care about that. It's the end of this trilogy. And it's not the end of this trilogy. It's because when... We've been saying this forever. It's the event film. It's that exciting excitement you get when you're like okay this is a continuation of something big that i've been watching my whole life there's a continuation here there's something going on here that's going to connect it and i'm really going to and you're just like be immersed in it all and it's a lot of fun yeah yeah uh, i'm so excited that it's back at christmas time because yes. i think that's one of the fun things about seeing these movies oh i can't wait well i'm booking those two days off from work so you Get your spare bed ready for me. Dust it off. <laughs> yeah, I should book that off now, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually booking it for real. Because uh, I'm hoping they do a pop-up shop in Toronto again. Yeah. Uh, go check those out, and um, it, it'll be a lot of fun. And we're going to do a lot of uh, – actually, next month, we're going to – I'm coming down. We're going to do a bunch of Patreon stuff as well. Right, right, right. Cool, cool, cool. Patreon. Join us Patreon. Uh, Wedge is back. Are you excited for Wedge? Apparently, he's back. Rebel Force Radio, I believe, is the one that got this scoop. Uh, as far as I know, they were so, – I know everything through Rebel Force Radio because of our friend Sheldon. Sheldon's like, "Oh my god!" and I'm like, "Yeah, chill out." Uh, apparently, Wedge is back. I haven't. I don't really know much. What do you think about that? It was funny because like I was just talking about him like a week prior to this news dropping, and I'm like, "Ah, there he is." <laughs> so it's exciting because it's like he's the one character that survives all of them as well as the main cast. So it's like, yeah, he's cool. He's a. They did a lot with him in like the Dark Horse comics, so it's yeah. like. They should put more of him in there, so I don't know. Hey, but you haven't read the Aftermath trilogy. No, he's in that, right? And him and Snap's mom get a little... <laughs> so, no. I mean, maybe he'll be Snap, maybe he'll be Snap Wexley's stepdad. <laughs> How awesome would that be? And they have, like, this bickering relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought they were going to kill off. I had a, a friend from work. He was like... His, uh, his son was watching he's like he's like i fell asleep on the couch and he's watching revenge of the sith and he's loving it he's never he doesn't watch star wars he just, he's like he's loving it then they watch the force awakens he's like he's really really loving the force awakens i was like yeah that's like the modern it's like the fastest paced modern one and he's asking me questions and the biggest question was lord santeca yeah and he's like is he in the originals i'm like no they're like oh and he, he's like you really make they really make him out to feel like he's from there i'm like and i still like is that a missed opportunity to not have made Laura Santeca 
not maybe Wedge, but that's where I got the idea. Is like someone like that from the original trilogy to come back. Someone small, not major. Someone small that yeah. you'd be like, I buy Luke. Because we don't know who this guy is. And it's almost like his death would have been more impactful to us had it been Wedge, yeah. Lando, Akbar, Nyenya, someone like that. Like yeah. none of those characters, but like that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because like, I always thought he was interesting and... They they put him in the Poe Dameron comics. So I was like, yeah. that was, but they didn't really flesh him out that much. I, there's so much there because you know you always talk about like the force, the Church of the Force, and all that jazz that you read in the books. And it's like, as much as I'm like, I don't know about that, but like it's something that you could explore. And Mexman said, "Side out, is a he's a good actor." So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he's underutilized, and I mean, he obviously is, but I wouldn't say his character's not though. Like his character serves his purpose at the end. Yeah. But his character could have been more impactful, and the whole moment, especially with Kylo, could have been more impactful had it been somebody that we knew. Yeah. In Star Wars lore, and, and Wedge is a character that always kind of comes to mind. Um, the only thing is, is Wedge. The scene would have had to have been played out a lot differently. It wouldn't even made sense for it to be Wedge, really, yeah. because I don't know who you would have gotten for that. I guess I don't know. I just. <laughs> an r2 type i guess uh the next story you know what we'll talk about next week because i'm actually kind of excited about it when it needs more time you just froze on my end brock so let's go to never tell me the odds never tell me the odds are brought to us by patreon 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 if you want to support us on patreon go to uh patreon.com slash podcast where we do a bunch of cool things for patreon including every friday and never tell me the odds uh, you get early access to this show and the other shows uh, and a lot of cool new stuff coming up uh, starting in November. A lot of cool stuff, right, Brock? Yeah. A lot of cool stuff. All right. And our Patreons are Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, JRB Nerdcast, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Mason Hope, Matt W., Tony Constock, Charlotte, FP, and Den of Nerds. The Den of Nerds. I was actually talking to Josh uh, today, oh, early God. today. <laughs> 100,000 subscribers. I unsubscribed. All of my burner accounts subscribed. <laughs> he is down to just one subscriber now. <laughs> he's, down. Uh, he's he's doing very well over there. But we, we've got a few, a, few, a few cool things planned when I learn how to speak uh, coming up. Uh, one of them has to be we did this um, for The Last Jedi I thought it was a lot of fun Brock I don't know how you feel but we should do a round table for The Rise of Skywalker on American Thanksgiving Ooh. we won't record it on American Thanksgiving <laughs> we'll record what? it we'll record it earlier but we'll pretend it's live we'll, that's not patriotic that's not very American <laughs> Well, how much did you have a lot of turkey this weekend by the way for Canadian no, Thanksgiving not- did no, you have not really. any food at all? Yeah, I had food. But we're like, my girlfriend's vegan, so like my mom, when she makes dinner now, kind of does a lot of vegan options as well. So yeah, we but... use vegan butter, y'all. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't believe I just said y'all. Can you have like... Uh... I mean, we have regular stuff, which just there's more vegan options. My mom made a, uh, a vegan carrot cake last Easter, and it was... Mwah! amazing best carrot cake i've ever had i'm kind of jealous that your girlfriend has more of your mom's vegan carrot cake than i have <laughs> she has more of my mom's what vegan carrot cake than i ever have I, <laughs> what have i ever done i deserve a vegan carrot cake <laughs> no. No. i do enjoy a carrot cake aaron made some pumpkin muffin uh, cupcakes they were they're gluten-free but delish yeah yeah and i had uh, a ton of pumpkin pie and i had two so I did Thanksgiving Sunday and Monday because pff, F it. And uh, I just filled my plate with stuffing and put food on top of the stuffing. So I worked <laughs> my way down to my favorite part of the meal, which is the stuffing. But by the time I got there, I'd be like, ugh. And it's just like I would cry and sweat while I was eating it. And I'm going to do it again on American Thanksgiving because I'm patriotic for our friends to the South as well. America. <laughs> I love I love Black Friday right afterwards. They do it right, man. We go to work the day after. They go to they go shopping. They're like, we ate. Let's go in line. 
Let's go to the lines. Get a TV for 25 cents. It's 8K. Uh, all right, here we go. Never tell me the odds. Today's odds of Brett's Patreon, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the odds of Rose Tico leading the resistance by the end of the film. I like this idea. I don't know, though. Because in Road to Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars Allegiance, that's the title of it. Uh, that's the one with Ray on the cover. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. one that's super long because the covers go all together. Yeah, you oh, sent I got, me. I got fluff. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, um, the Leia and Chewbacca and the droids go on a mission, and she's like, "Rose, come with us." And she's like, "Me?" Is like, "Yes, well, I need a mechanic." <laughs> so uh, they uh, take her. So it's just sort of like, yeah, maybe she's too a little reluctant but would i like to see in her leadership role yes that would be wicked well a lot of people have doing this like where's rose stuff she's not on some of the marketing but apparently okay. in some places you can't find her toys but i've seen a million rose tico funko pop yeah uh give me a call if you need one i can find them for you i can also find ray i'm not saying it's just rose there is a lot of all of them all yeah. of them the only one that's hard it to was... find is the mandalorian more for me uh, yeah. i have seen it but i didn't buy it i bought the cool instead because i I didn't see the Mandalorian, so I got cool instead. Um, but yeah, that's the only one that I haven't seen a lot of is the Mandalorian. So, like going back to the odd, I think I'm gonna go sixty percent because I'm optimistic. Yeah, I would. I, you know, I'm, I want Poe Dameron to do it. I know our friends, the girls with sabers, call him Dark Dameron. Uh, <laughs> that is your. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like. Of all the characters suited, he's best suited for it. But I'm kind of down with Rose doing it. I'm going to go 61%. I'm going to Price is Right you and go Ooh, 61%. Yeah, 61%. All right, our next, uh, the odds of the Mandalorian being from Clan Wren. And this is coming from our friend Aaron Quinton. Clan Wren, will the Mandalorian himself be from Clan Wren? We've been doing a show every Tuesday here. Who is the Mandalorian? We kind of just pick characters. It's not like we're guessing who he is. We're just giving ideas of who he could be. And then um, we'll have a cool send-off before the series starts on that as well. Clan Ren, Brock, Mandalorian. Uh, I'm going to go full Brock on this one because I don't know if they want to really get... like In my head, as much as he's called the Mandalorian, I don't think he's actually from Mandalore. Or... I think John Favreau said he is Mandalorian. Did he say that? Okay, yeah, cool. Because yeah. he said Boba Fett's not, and he goes, our guy is. I mean, he could mm -hmm. be lying, Matt Smith. True. I don't think he is, though, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going to go 50-50 because, I don't know. I, yeah, that's a good point, though, because Favreau loves that show. Yeah. And he's a character. so it's And a... Favreau has been quoted. I think it's actually... Oh, by the way, Brock, shout out to our good friend Barry Brophy. Ah, yes. Mailing us Barnes & Noble exclusive Thanks, Barry. Mandalorian covers. I haven't actually gone through yet because I want to give you yours so we can go through it together. But look <laughs> at the photos in here. Aren't they great? Like, you just can't. <laughs> you just, you can't. It's a good place. <laughs> I can't. love that show. Well, good, because you're going to read all about it in here. Look, have you ever seen this, the voice? Like, oh, look at that. Bail Organa. <laughs> Bluff City. What? I don't know. The voice is in here. Look, it's a whole pullout. Look at this. This is your copy. Mine's, mine's in <laughs> Is that, this is us? This is us, I swear to you. Aaron watches that show, and it's the same, like, indie film music. Oh, yeah. And, like, what is, they should have just called it Murphy's Law. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, what's going to go wrong now? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know where the Mandalorian stuff is, but I believe in this article, Dave Filoni is, oh, River, there's a Riverdale. Oh, my God, dude, Luke Perry's tribute episode, so good. There's a, I believe it's in this magazine where Dave Filoni is quoted as saying, uh, that it's something special to see, this is paraphrasing something special to see a character you create come to life yeah oh yeah people are i think in ahsoka but i'm still gonna go full brock because i'm just like eh, i don't know i'm gonna go full brock as well because i love the idea but i think i think it was uh gina carano said when you find out who it is it's gonna be shocking and i just don't know mm. like that's not gonna be shocking to somebody who hasn't seen rebels Unless, of course, it's mentioned in the show. I, I, I do believe that his character is going to be somebody that 
will be alluded to throughout the series, like some kind of Mandalorian hire. Like it'll be somebody like that, I think, but I, I could be wrong. But I'm going to go for Brock because I love the idea. And I think of all the possibility, possibilities, that's going to make the sense. And Aaron Quinn is going to guest on an episode of Who is the Mandalorian and give his like his nice. whole thing on that. So that'll be a lot of fun. But I love the idea. I'm just not sure that that's where they're going to go with it. Uh, and the final ad, the odds of R2-D2 doing something, anything significant in the Rise of Skywalker. I'm going to go 80% because he hasn't done anything. I think I think most of this main cast is going to have a moment each in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think of all the characters who deserve it, it's R2-D2 who is the savior of Star Wars, essentially. <laughs> and he was the one that was supposed to be, you know, George Lucas always said he was the one that was telling the story. Yeah. Uh, I've I've said and I'm going to maintain this until I see the movie. I want it to end with him being shut down for good, looking up into the s- twin suns of the space. Yeah, and then it just going irising out on on R two. Just he's the final iris, and you're like, oh, every episode has been him irising out. I think cool little tribute won't happen because maybe I thought of it and it's way too obvious to happen. But I think that would be totally cool. Yeah, but I I always like when you bring that up. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I think it's nice enough. I'm going to go uh, 90%. He's going to do something. Something, it'll, he probably has a small part in it, but it'll be something big and we're going to love it. And I hope he flies. <laughs> Fly! Fly. <laughs> All right, and that has been Never Tell Me The Odds, brought to us uh, by Patreon. Join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast in the link down below. Yeah. Brock, you got some news? I do. Hollow news. Hollow news. I scoured the internet and I went to a reputable news source, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I'm muting my mic. <laughs> Someone on Reddit posted a screen cap of, I don't know if it was at a movie theater or something they found on the internet, but they posted a picture of movie theaters ticketing screen showing screening times for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which has led this Redditor to give a possible runtime for Rise of Skywalker. We'll be clocking at 155 minutes or 2 hours and 35 minutes. Uh, obviously, this is not legit. This is just someone hypothesizing and sort of whatever. But because they're starting to prepare... Uh, screening times that means we'll probably be able to buy tickets soon and obviously it'll probably say run times because people need to know how long they're going to sit in a movie theater so two hours and 35 minutes that's sounds like par for the course uh so you're going to definitely be in the theater for three hours because if you want to watch them sweet sweet trailers that's a good extra 15 minutes there uh and our second story today uh james hadn't even heard about this so this is exciting a new uh, Star Wars novel, which will be <clears throat> The Road to Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> it's going to be called Force Collector. It's written by Kevin Shinnick. It comes out November 15th. You can pre-order it on Amazon right now. Uh, the story will revolve, I believe, primarily on this character called uh, Nak Med. N-A-Q-M-E-D. Nak Med. He looks like he's a human of some sort. Uh because he's on the cover, uh, but apparently he is going to be officially the longest living Jedi. I don't know exactly how they phrase it, but anyways, he, it will be revealed in the book that he is the one Jedi that only survived orders. He lived shortly before the events of Star Wars The Force Awakens. He was a Jedi Padawan who trained in the days before the Clone Wars and trained timelessly to become one with the Force. He seems to have successfully become a Jedi Knight, but he began to doubt the wisdom of the Order, believing they were too involved in politics. Not unlike Ahsoka, he left the Order. Oh, I guess she was kicked out. (laughs) Abandoning his vows as a Jedi instead choosing to marry and raise a family. When he heard of Order 66, he believed Palpatine's propaganda and regretted ever being part of the Jedi. By this point, Nakhmed has... Children, and after an encounter with the Inquisitor, he fled into the shadows to keep them safe. He then is, uh, settles on a remote, largely uninhabited planet called Pamba to live in solitude, unaware of the great events of what the things are consuming the galaxy. So, I was going to say, he doesn't, he's not the longest living Jedi, because <laughs> that would probably be Yoda, but 
that's up for but anyways this is gonna be a cool little story it's called force collector so perhaps we're gonna get some jedi artifacts some holocron who knows maybe he'll cross paths with uh with luke skywalker i'm not quite sure but uh it's the road to rise of skywalker so i would assume that there is something going on so check it out november 15th that's very exciting i definitely want to read this and this has been your hollow news hollow news (laughs) this is this is our uh production value Hello. Singing. All right, it's uh, time for top five. Mm-hmm. Oh, top five. Brock, did you move while you're reading? Hold on, I have to reposition your camera. I might have. All right, and you're repositioned. Bam, we're back. Here we are. Uh, okay. Uh, top five today is top five masked or helmeted characters uh, in celebration of Zori Bliss's introduction into the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Number five. Number five. For me. What do you got, number five? I'm going to go put Boba Fett, because as I often say, he's not my most exciting character. He looks cool, but I'm not going to put him on the top. So, number five, Boba Fett. Mine is... The second sister. Seventh sister, the Inquisitors with the mess. That is who my number five is. Does that count? It does to me, and I don't care. I like Inquisitors. Yeah, totally. Keep them coming. Because she's fully masked, so yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm going with that one. Uh, number four, I just went simple because there's no real characteristics. Every single kind of trooper, stormtrooper, scout trooper, purge trooper, shock trooper, jump trooper, ice trooper, hoth trooper, sand trooper, <laughs> scout trooper, bike trooper, sith trooper, land trooper, land rover, range rover. I'm going with troopers. I have troopers on this as well, but they're slightly different than that. <laughs> yeah, I named them all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my number four is going to be Sabine Wren because nice. it's just cool. Like They change it up every couple seasons. It's just colorful. It really grabs your attention. I mean, I think you have the black series of her, and it just looks great. <laughs> this is what happened when I mentioned your toys. No, but it just I happens. I love that they did that. and It's like not exactly cartoonish like the cartoon. You know what I mean? They look like real. Yeah, I'm curious to see how the Ezra one looks. So I got this at Celebration... Um... Orlando, and that's where somebody stole my. <laughs> that's where somebody stole my, my credit information. My, my... Tossing aside, uh, my number three is Kylo Ren. Oh yeah. Uh he is mass. And look, I'm not gonna lie. My next, the next ones are all cheap. I went very cheap on this list. I like Kylo Ren's mask a lot. I. I like his character in The Last Jedi, but the mask for me was very is very definitive of who he is. I always say this, that Halloween before The Force Awakens came out, I took my nieces and nephew trick-or-treating. There was like seven Kylo Ren's, and the movie hadn't even come out yet. It is one of the coolest designs in Star Wars, is Kylo Ren's mask. And I'm glad it's back, frankly. Yeah, me too. I love it. Uh, we're number, number three? Yep. Uh, my number three, I'm going to choose one trooper. I'm looking at my collection here. I'm going to go with the range trooper from Han Solo. Can't see it. I know it's like just the helmet. I can't take it out. It's on a base. I don't want to move it. Okay. But, uh, you know, the ones that are on the train that they're trying to rob. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Just like the whole look of that, that costume. It's great. I just did a really bad cut to it. <laughs> Uh, my number, I don't have Praetorian guards, so no one expect that. My number two, Django slash Boba Fett, because mm. I love Django Fett. I really love Django Fett, but I love like the holiday special droids cartoon Boba Fett look. I got the Funko Pop of that one. I just yeah. like that one a lot. I, yeah, I like, and I have what three diecasts of Boba Fett. I love Boba Fett, but he's basically the same as Django Fett. But Django Fett, I I'm I'm just really impartial to Django Fett. I really enjoy him. That's my number two. <laughs> my number two is, I want to just say all the clone troopers because I love what they do with their 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 uh, helmets to make them individuals. But I guess my favorite is gonna be, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Captain Rex, just because I like his character. They've really like grown him yeah. out. Like it's just cool. It's got the t- double gun. Oh, I know. I guess. Captain Wolf has that too. 
Anyways, I just like it when they paint stuff on their helmets. It's cool. I guess it's the same idea as Sabine, right? Uh, but yeah, I love that. Yeah, me too. I, I That's actually one of the reasons why I got this Obi-Wan Kenobi Black Series because I, I want the Captain Rex one and he's impossible to find. And I was like, well, if I can't have that, I'll have my Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, one right here. Andrew Fantasia just sent me a text. Check your email when you can. My number one, Brock, is, I mean, this one's going to be shocking to nobody. It's Darth Vader. The end. Go on. Yeah, number one. My number one is Darth Vader, too, because without Darth Vader, <laughs> I, no point to this whole yeah. thing. I almost, I almost wrote down no Darth Vader. I almost wrote down we can't say Darth Vader because it's obvious and it's the best mask of them all. Yeah, you know, like, I think about Kylo and I just... I like Kylo Ren, the character, better than Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I don't know, the mask is the mask. I guess maybe we go up further once we learn more about the Knights of Ren because those masks are cool too. Yeah, so. I can't wait for those. I like... I Look, I love my Stormtroopers and Praetorian Guards, but it did kind of say characters and yeah. none of those are really characters you know yeah i mean you don't see finn that much while he's under the mask so yeah. that's why he couldn't do it so anyway that's our uh podcast for this week Woo! we did lot, it it was a lot of fun i threw toys for most of it <laughs> yeah aaron's downstairs like what is why happening? is he james stop playing with your toys <laughs> i um what else no other masks though yeah but barry brophy thanks again for sending those that was freaking awesome because we yeah, have bugs and noble so so, Brock, I'll get those to you uh, probably in a couple weeks. Yeah, probably. I could mail it to you, but I'm not going to. <laughs> you got to have another party where Daryl goes to your house. So he, uh, he, came, he came just two days early. That was the yeah, yeah. That was the problem. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. I can't wait for the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Brock, yeah. uh, never tell me the odds. Zori Bliss making your top five after December 20th. Yeah, maybe. Like it. It's a cool looking helmet, but like, after a point, you're like, meh. You look like uh, Def, uh, Daft Punk. <laughs> so I was really, really wanting that Funko Pop. Um, I'll get the black, I, like the Black Series too, and I love the three, the the retro one, but it's too much money. Like those retro toys to me are too much. Eighteen, nineteen dollars, okay. too much money to spend on a little tiny thing, just because it's on a big card. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, so then I saw the Funko, and I was really, really before it all came out, I was like, I want the Funko. Then I saw it and I said, I want Janna the most. If Zoe Bliss is a character in the movie that I really am drawn to, I will get it then. Um, because let's see how that one plays out. So that's where I was on Zoe Bliss. <laughs> all right. The end. All right, guys. This has been the 138th episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. It's been a blast. That's Brock. I'm James. And he was always scum. Mandalorian scum. I don't know. I've got to stop making up these <laughs> Rebel scum! <laughs> hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.